0: Get ready to hear the truth about America on a show that's not immune to the facts with your host, Dan Bongino.
1: You know, it really says something about your campaign when the candidate you select is your vice president running mate. The most memorable moment of her campaign when she was running for president was when she said she believed your accusers that you're all gropy and everything, and she implied you're a racist. That was the most memorable moment of her campaign. I've got that coverage, but I've got a lot of other things, too. A lot of you are probably worn out, to be candid. Almost 24 hours now of straight Kamala Harris coverage. So I got some stuff on that. I've got some fascinating stuff about fake book and Twitter and the tech tyranny in this election. And also, I have some updates on uh, a picture that surfaced in the Epstein case. Uh, Don't go anywhere. Today's show brought to you by ExpressVPN. Protect your online activity from those prying eyes. Get a VPN. Go now. Go now expressvpn.com slash Bongino. Welcome to the Dan Bongino Show. Producer Joe, how are you today? Fine, sir.
0: Well, fine, sir. I'm doing quite yeah. well, thank you. Ready for another You notice they show. say we have a
1: stacked lineup today, right? Uh, yeah. So, oh, dude. Yeah, yeah. Loaded up show today. Been a wild I mean, week. I know. Videos, yeah. audio. Yeah, it has been. Yesterday's mm-hmm. show was excellent, too, so we appreciate all the yeah. downloads. All right, let me get right to it, and mm-hmm. I'm going to start after this spot with a Trump ad that is just... <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> you right. I know. Okay. Hold it. Okay. Hold it. Today's show brought to you by a friend. <laughs> <laughs> by our friends, you scooped me yesterday, I was good, by our friends at Omax, ladies and gentlemen, now more than ever, it's critical to take care of yourself and avoid unnecessary trips to the doctor, chiropractor, social distancing is having an effect on everything these days, nothing's more important than keeping your body healthy and pain-free. So if you're sitting at home suffering from aches and pains like I do, from horrendous arthritis, backaches, muscle soreness, neck pain like Paula, and you want a drug-free solution, check this stuff out, CryoFreeze, CBD pain relief roll on. There it is, right there. This stuff is fantastic. It's all natural, topical pain relief. It instantly ices out the pain with a one two punch of super cold menthol and hemp CBD. Here's how you do it take off the cap. Pretty simple, right? Roll it on, and it, oh, there you go. Blow on it, and it's even colder. Chills out the pain. Paula rolls this on her neck because she has neck problems. I use it on my shoulder, my left shoulder, which is really bad. Just roll it on. That's it. It contains 10 powerful ingredients that combine to provide a powerhouse dose of relief, which can last up to eight hours, longer than any roll. Try CryoFreeze today. You're going to love it. This stuff is life-changing. I can't recommend it highly enough. Love it. That's why I picked them as a sponsor. Omax is offering my listeners 20% off a one-month supply of Omax CryoFreeze plus free shipping. The discount applies towards any product site-wide. Just go to omaxhealth.com today and enter code BONGINO. That's omaxhealth.com, O-M-A-X health.com. Enter code BONGINO, get 20% off cryo-freeze and site wide you have pain, it won't go away. Then you qualify for Omax CryoFreeze. Simply roll it on where it hurts. Ice out that pain. No messy creams or horrible odors like some of those other other products. CryoFreeze works within five minutes of application, improving physical training, recovery, and performance. Omaxhealth.com. Enter promo code Bongino and get 20% off CryoFreeze and site-wide. That's Omaxhealth.com. Enter code Bongino. 20% off and site-wide. All right, Joe, let's go. Ding, ding. All right, let's just start off with this. So this is just terrific. As many of you know, you've been bombarded with 24 hours of media coverage about uh, the presumptive Gem- Democratic nominee Joe Biden. Um, his pick yesterday came out. Kamala Harris. Yes, Kamala Harris will be his choice and his running mate. Biden Harris. Biden Harris 2020. Uh, President Trump's campaign promptly released. <laughs> this. <laughs> This ad, and I want you to pay attention to the part where, but Joe's not that smart. This is absolutely hilarious. Check this out.
0: Kamala Harris ran for president by rushing to the radical left, embracing Bernie's plan for socialized medicine, calling for trillions in new taxes, attacking Joe Biden for racist policies. Voters rejected Harris. They smartly spotted a phony, but not Joe Biden. He's not that smart. Biden calls himself a transition candidate. He is handing over the reins to Kamala while they jointly embrace the radical left. Slow Joe and phony Kamala. Perfect together. Wrong for America. <laughs> <laughs> right, you like that? But I like the part where you go.
1: <laughs> voters smartly rejected Kamala Harris. But Joe's not that smart. And it's, it's the video. It's <laughs> the video <laughs> they use of Joe where he's like. <laughs> Folks, hilarious! Yes. Whoever did that, nice job. Dude, well done,
0: babe. Yeah,
1: very good. All right, I'm going to get to more Kamala Harrison because I know you've been bathed in it, but there's <laughs> a lot of other stuff going on. I got. We'll get to that. Some interesting stuff. I think you're not going to see anywhere else. Uh, the empty vessel problem is going to come up again with Joe Biden. Wait yeah. for it. All right, before we get to that, so listen, fake. Uh, you know, fake book and Twitter. A uh, fake book is doubling down again. On attacking conservative pages. Now, I get it. This story is about me, but it's happening conveniently again right before the election. What are they doing? Well, book is deleting certain accounts, but Fakebook is also doing their fact checking, which is not fact checking at all. It's a backdoor way to suppress free speech and censor you on their platform. It's not a constitutional issue. I get that. Fakebook's a. Uh, a publicly held company, but they are in the free market. They can do whatever they want with their business. And I'm not suggesting anyone, you know, should do any kind of a government action against them, I'm the, oh, which is weird because you would think fake book would not want to alienate people on their platform who give them content for free like me that they make a lot of money off. I'm just just throwing that out there. Right. You know, this fake book has the worst business model ever. I provide them free content on their platform, which believe me, they make a lot of money off. Trust me. I give it to them free on their platform. So I am not only a partner, but I'm also a defender of free speech. I'm one of the few guys, even a lot of conservatives think we should take government action against. I don't. You can disagree with me. Fine. No matter how many times fake book attacks me. I am just going to use my platform to fight back against their platform because it's a free market. I don't recommend any government action against them. But Fakebook chooses to alienate their best partners and their best defenders. And ladies and gentlemen, conveniently, right before an election are doubling down, what happened? So last night, I'm just about to go on Hannity. It didn't happen because uh, President Trump was on and the interview went to the end of the show. But I'm looking through and I get a notification from Facebook that one of our posts about Nancy Pelosi, uh, Pelosi was fact-checked and deemed to be false. I was like, it, it was? What, it, what did we post on Gino.com about Pelosi that was false? I don't understand. So here's what I saw when I clicked on the link from Facebook It says, false information found on Dan Bongino's page. He shared information that's been reviewed by Lead Stories, and we've added a notice to the post that it's false. Well, what was the post? Well, you can see it if you're watching on YouTube now. Pelosi says the quiet part out loud. China would prefer Biden. That was our article, the headline of our article. Pelosi says the quiet part out loud. China would prefer Joe Biden. That's an exact quote. Yeah. An exact quote. You know, fake book, quotation marks, that's what quotation marks mean. You know, the doubles and then the singles within the doubles. That's what quotation marks mean. It's a it's a quote. How, how, how was that? How, how was that false? Of course, it wasn't false. It's a fake book fact check, which means it's not a fact check at all. So what really happened here? I'm going to show uh, the the background to the stories. We wrote an article at Bongino.com, which will be in the show notes today. Please stick it to fake book by now reading the article at my show notes at Bongino.com. Go to Bongino.com slash newsletter. Subscribe to the show notes and the article is right up there. Please read it now to stick it to fake book in the Streisand effect. I'll get to that in a second, too. They're doing this to not just me, but a bunch of conservative pages. Why did they hit that particular article? What did I tell you months ago? Nancy Pelosi, there's some connection with fake book. Whenever you write something about Pelosi, no matter how true you quote her, which we literally did in the headline, quoted her. No matter how legitimate it is, fake book will go after you. There's something going on with her and Pelosi, with fake book and Pelosi. That article I wrote, about an intelligence community assessment that was released that Nancy Pelosi was citing in an interview. The intelligence community assessment, which I don't agree with at all, said that basically Russia would prefer Trump, which is total nonsense, and that China would prefer Biden. They prefer Trump to lose, meaning Biden to win. That's what the intelligence community assessment from the uh, from the uh, National, uh, excuse me, the National Counterterrorism and Security Center, the NCSC, That's to be precise. That's what they said. Pelosi repeated that on CNN. So we put the article quoting Pelosi on fake on fake book. Look how many people saw it. This is why they panic. Here's the actual post I put on our uh, fake book. Pelosi says the quiet part out loud. Again, a direct quote. China would prefer Joe Biden. Puts the article. Look at the bottom, folks. How many people saw that? One million forty three thousand three hundred and twenty eight people saw it on Facebook. So what happened? Of course, fake book before an election can't have Nancy Pelosi actually citing an intelligence community report saying that the Chinese government, the Chinese Communist Party prefers Biden, although it's the truth. We actually quoted Pelosi and the, NC- uh, the, the NCSC report, quoted, literally quoted them. They can't have that information out there. So fake book before an election has to find a way to stop it, Joe. But they can't delete the post. So they say, fact-checkers, get on that. Fact-check it and find something wrong with it. It's a direct quote. So they just rate it as false. It's a direct quote. Yeah. Now, why has my page become a permanent target of fake book right before the election again, conveniently? They've done this before to our page, especially about Pelosi. Here's a tweet from an account called Facebook's Top 10 All this account on Twitter does is they monitor every day the top performing Facebook links in the United States. Joe, who's number two and number seven? Oh, Dan Bongito. There it is. There it is, folks. By the way, the guy who runs this page is not a conservative. We are consistently in the top 10 performing Facebook links in the United States organically because people enjoy our content and spread it around. This is an existential threat. Not that it's, it's a great for Fakebook's business. It's an existential threat to the liberal lunatic hack jobs at Fakebook who don't care about their business. They only care about their leftist far right, far left ideology. That's all they care about, and they go after right leaning pages like me all the time. So you may be saying, "Well, Dan, they said it's false." Let's hear the actual quote from Pelosi on CNN. Remember, the article says Pelosi's citing an, uh, an NS, a National Counterterrorism and Security Center report showing that the Chinese Communist Party prefers Biden. They want Trump to lose. That's an actual report. I'll show you that in a second, too. Here's Pelosi talking about it. Here's us quoting Pelosi. Here's the actual quote that fake book says is false. Check this out.
0: But the Chinese, they what what they, what they said is China would prefer Joe Biden, whether they do, that's their conclusion, that they would prefer Joe Biden. <laughs> no problem
1: joe, you, paula can we play that again can you cue that because i <laughs> did i miss something <laughs> pelosi's citing nor Neuro- can you can you cue that up again is i going to shut down the whole system i don't want to mess anything. <laughs> right, i that. play that again please just, just just so we hear it again
0: but the chinese they what what they what they said is china would prefer joe biden whether they do that's their conclusion that they would prefer joe biden
1: yeah yeah that's exactly that's their conclusion which we wrote in the headline yeah (laughs) facebook that's false (laughs) verdict is in that's false (laughs) why are you not fact-checking pelosi Uh why are you fact-checking ladies and gentlemen (laughs) fake book is a joke it's a disgrace the only reason i'm on there is because i like to put the truth to correct the libs or my home is parlor Parlor's oh by the way we were back in the top five last night after my fake book post on Parlor P A R L E R by the way which I am obviously a part owner of I said a thousand times but that's why that's my social media home I only go to Facebook to correct liberal misinformation which fake book fights back for the liberals <laughs> <laughs> now here's the actual article we wrote again quoting you know quotation marks quoting the National Counterterrorism Center and Security Center, quoting their report saying that China wants Trump to lose. They prefer Biden. That Pelosi just said. Here it is. Matt Palumbo's, uh, Jeremy Frankel's piece on Bongino.com. According to the National Pulse, another outlet, the NCSC's report says, quote, we assess that China prefers President Trump, uh, that China prefers that President Trump, who Beijing sees as unpredictable, does not win re-election. This is an actual quote. All right, come back. I mean, what else do we, Fact check. F- false information. Take it up with the National Counterterrorism Center and Nancy Pelosi who repeated it. D- d- don't fact check us. We're just writing an article about literally, not figuratively, what they said. Quote. Quotation marks. Oh my gosh. Fake book. It gets worse, folks. Just said uh, the tech tyranny is just never <laughs> ever stops. Twitter will double down on stupid too. So now that Kamala Harris is running on the tick, she's the president and waiting. You all understand that, right? Nobody actually believes Joe Biden's going to be president. He has no cognitive capabilities to understand he's even running for president. Joe Biden has already probably forgotten who he's picked to run for vice president. Look at who is in one of the executives in the communications department of Twitter. Remember this guy who put out this tweet? What was this, about a week or two weeks ago? Remember our buddy Nick Pasilio, at Nick Pasilio on Twitter? Oh, yeah. The original tweet from Team Trump that's in violation of Twitter rules and we've required removal. Uh, thank you, Nick. Nick is a communications guy for Twitter. Uh, this was a couple of weeks ago when they removed one of Trump's tweets. Nick Pasilio. Who, who's, who's Nick Pasilio? Oh, the former communications press secretary for Kamala Harris, president-in-waiting, who's also communications at Twitter. (laughs) Dude. This is one of those what Rob Schneider dude moments. Joe's just like, dude. I mean, it's just a joke. Again, the irony of this whole thing being fake book makes a fortune off my uh, fake book page, and I'm one of the few people out there who actually does not recommend any government action. I know you disagree. I respect that. I value your opinion a lot. I chose a free market alternative. I chose to put my own skin in the game in a free market alternative that I hope one day wins. Parlor. I hope we win that game. But the fake book, you're, you guys are a disgrace. And, and the women over there, and the liberals running it. You're a total disgrace. And Twitter, you're even worse. A total embarrassment. Just come out and be honest. Just be honest with America. Say you're a bunch of liberal activists disguised as a social media company. And just be honest. So people can make a legitimate free market choice. And stop pretending you're an open platform. You're not. You're a liberal publisher. That's exactly what you are. All right. Moving on. I want to get to the Kamala Harris stuff. Let me get to my uh, second sponsor today um ashford university ladies and gentlemen i always appreciate our sponsors and i appreciate you looking into them they want to be here on the show and they want to talk to you hey when you think of your future you think of goals or where you want to be substitute dreams for goals and suddenly planning your future is bigger because no one ever has small dreams dare to dream bigger and start your bigger future today with a degree from ashford university ashford university's online bachelor's and master's degree programs allow you to learn on a convenient and flexible schedule At Ashford, expert faculty teach you real-world skills from real-world experience and online classes built for all of life's twists and turns. You can learn from home or wherever you feel comfortable. You can pursue a degree in one of Ashford's 60-plus programs like business administration, healthcare administration, and psychology. With 24-7 access to your classroom, daily support, and financial aid available, Ashford gives you the tools you need to go from dreaming to doing. Go from dreaming to doing. Today, your bigger future starts at Ashford University. There's no fee to apply or standardized testing required to enroll. Go to ashford.edu slash Bongino. That's ashford.edu slash Bongino. Ashford.edu slash Bongino. Not all programs are available in all states. All right. Thanks, Ashford, for being on the show. We appreciate it. All right. So some coverage yesterday, the selection of Kamala Harris. I, I Personally, I think a disastrous pick. Here's the problem, as I discussed yesterday with a friend of mine uh, who is uh, not just going to leave out who who she is because I don't want to get her in any trouble. But I discussed the pick and she asked me my opinion. And I said the selection of Kamala Harris as Joe Biden's vice presidential running mate is a disaster for a number of reasons. Biden had boxed himself in, folks. He boxed himself in by telling everyone he was going to pick a woman. And then hinting later that it would be a a, a woman who was a, they said woman of color. Now we only had a few choices there. Stacey Abrams, who we can't pick because she thinks she's the governor of uh, Georgia still, so she was out. <laughs> so she's she's got she's tied up being the fake governor of Georgia, so she was out. Then they had Karen Bass who is a uh a, a black uh, woman who works at, uh, as a representative in congress but bass had issues because some comments came out of her supporting socialists which would sink her chances in florida where you know cubans joe who were nearly killed by socialists in southern florida kind of have a hard problem have a hard time voting for you know kind of understandable right yeah yeah um, susan rice he he had a big issue with obviously because uh you know she has more baggage than JFK carousel 22. I mean, there was no no way you could pick Susan Rice. So by the process of elimination, he had the dreadful Kamala Harris. Now, as I said in the beginning of the show, Joe Biden's the chaos candidate. He is the chaos candidate because he's an empty vessel. You may say, well, Joe doesn't sound like the chaos guy. That's the point. Joe doesn't know what he sounds like because Joe doesn't even know he's running for president. He is an empty vessel that liberal Democrats are filling. See this They're filling the glass with crazy stuff. That's the problem with Joe. He's not there. So he picks Kamala Harris, who's a radical leftist. And the worst part about this is Kamala Harris dropped out before the Iowa caucus. She had a dreadful presidential campaign. Dreadful. She got no attention whatsoever. I think she was like fifth in her own home state of California. Nobody liked Kamala Harris as the presidential candidate. So when she ran on her own, she was terrible. There were two pieces of her campaign for president, however, that were memorable. It's not a joke. And they were. I had to write this down so I don't forget. Memorable moments from Kamala Harris. First was implying that Joe Biden's a racist. That was number one. I'll play some video for you in a second. Not only was she celebrated for implying that Joe Biden is a racist, the media called her a rising star for it. A star is born. Like, tell me something good. It was like the movie with, what's her name? (laughs) Lady Gaga and and Brad, whatever his face is. She should have been in there. Kamala Harris. She could have been on stage singing that song, The Shallows. There's something in the modern world. She could have been up on Rising Star. Star is born. They loved her for implying Biden is a racist. They (laughs) loved her. Second, second most memorable part was right before Joe Biden jumped in. Kamala Harris said, Listen, gropy, touchy, feely Joe. (laughs) Quote the Hill I believe his accusers. So Kamala Harris thinks he's a gropy guy. Gropy, touchy. (laughs) Sniffing, you know, the sniffer?
0: Oh, yeah.
1: Joe the sniffer sniffing everything. Like he's like a a bomb dog or something. What is he doing? Why is he always sniffing people? It's weird. And women were like, he makes me super uncomfortable. It's weird. God, just a piece of, just keep your hands to yourself. Just stop touching people. It's just weird. Don't be giving people unwanted massages. It's weird. Oh, oh. They don't want your massages. Just no massages, Joe. Stop oh. the massages. It's weird. It's super weird. So just to be clear, Kamala Harris is known for implying Biden's a racist who's really super gropey and thinks he's a massage therapist. This is weird. Okay. Hat tip the great researchers at Newsbusters at the Media Research Center. They're terrific. Here's a little montage. I had to cut off about 30 seconds this because it was two minutes long. In the interest of time, here's about a minute and 30 of the media, the left wing media celebrating Kamala Harris when she basically implied that Joe Biden was a racist for opposing busing. Remember, a star is born. Tell me something good. Here you go. Right here. Check this out.
0: Your performance last night is certainly what people are talking about this morning. I'm hearing words like a star is born.
1: And the night's big star, Senator Kamala Harris, had the breakout moment that her campaign's been looking for. A star was born. Her name is Kamala Harris. I mean, yeah. she, I mean, a star was born.
0: Well, George, Kamala Harris's campaign this morning is certainly riding high. She didn't just have one breakout moment. She had several. There were 10 Democratic candidates on the debate stage last night, but it was Senator Kamala Harris who stole the spotlight.
1: It was so crystal clear that Kamala Harris just completely commanded that stage. I, I think Kamala Harris owned the night. Listen, a star was born a night. Uh, this is a masterful uh, performance. This was her debate. This was Kamala Harris's moment. That swivel of Vice President Biden's head toward Kamala Harris when she said that little girl was me. That was him and everybody else in that room
0: looking to see the new frontrunner in the Democratic presidential nomination race. Biden was front and center, but so were his vulnerabilities, as Senator Kamala Harris made very clear and very personal in what's arguably not just the most dramatic moment of the debate, but the entire primary season so far.
1: (laughs) This is it. This is what she's remembered for. Implying Joe Biden's a a racist. Star is born. Lady Gaga on stage. They should just. (laughs) This is where we need carpe donctum back on social media. He's over on Parlor with us, but he used to do these memes. Superimpose her face on Lady Gaga singing. A star is born. A star is born. Called Joe Biden or implied he's a racist. A star is born. Put up that Hill thing again, if you don't mind. And again, just remember, back. so she's famous for two reasons, implying uh, uh, gropey Joe is gropey and implying, in fact, through the media. There we go. Harris, I believe Biden's accusers and implying that Joe Biden is a racist. Now, what's the problem with Kamala Harris outside of the fact that she thinks Joe Biden is a gropey potential racist? It's kind of a big uh, problem. But what's the even bigger problem? The problem is Biden's not Not there. Everybody knows that. You get that, right? Everybody understands that. But he's not there. He's cognitively not capable of being the president of the United States. And my sources are telling me it's getting worse, as I've said to you repeatedly on the show, by the second that they're afraid by the day he's not going to make it through the election. I don't mean make it that he's going to die. I mean, make it that his cognitive abilities are degenerating so quickly that they can't hide him fast enough, even before the election. Forget about him getting elected. I'm not kidding. sources are. Very good. I'll leave it at that. So the problem is Joe Biden's not there to tell you who Joe Biden is because he's forgetting who Joe Biden is. And far left liberal radicals, it's true, Joe, are taking advantage of the empty vessel Joe Biden has sadly become. He's falling apart. To pour things into the vessel and fill it with insane radical leftist stuff. So you don't believe me? Biden's a total empty vessel, a tabula rasa, the chaos candidate, the chaos candidate in that he's personally chaotic because he doesn't even know who he is. He is, he does, he's being forced down his throat, liberal street chaos policies, like redistributing money away from cops. And he's being forced down his throat, Bernie Sanders tax hikes, which are going to bankrupt you union your business. This guy is the chaos candidate, Biden. He can't control the chaos because he can't control himself. You don't believe me? Look at this photo, this screenshot taken uh, from social media yesterday. Whose hand is that? It's not mine. This is a screenshot taken from Joe Biden when he was telling Kamala Harris via a Zoom call that she was his selection for vice president. What's wrong with this picture when they Zoomed in? It's Joe Biden's hand holding an iPhone. You'll notice that the iPhone is upside down. He apparently doesn't even know how to hold an iPhone. It is the wrong way. Secondly, you'll notice that there is a note there where we zoomed in. And it is a note with a script to read to Kamala Harris. And one of the lines says, quote, I'm calling you today. You needed a note to tell her why you're calling her you're picking her for vice president you're not asking her if you want to pick up some croutons at the local supermarket dude you're p- you're asking her if she wants to be the vice president you need a note for that i mean really I'm calling you today, next sentence, to notify you, next sentence, that you are my pick for vice president. Holy crap, I forgot that too. She's my pick? He doesn't even know she's the pick. He had to be reminded about his own pick. Folks, the guy needed a note to tell Kamala Harris why he was calling her. You know, sometimes when I go on Fox, if I have a lot to say, I'll take a few bullet points so I remember, I'll scratch them on a pad. I, But that's like one out of every 10 hits. I just usually keep it in my head because you don't want to be looking down at notes, right? I promise you, I have never had to go on Fox & Friends with a note, like introducing who I am. Like, hello, Brian and Steve and Ainsley. Um, I'm Dan Bongino and I'm a Fox Fox News could, Contributor, you don't know why you're calling her? Not going to hear about that one in the news, are you? The guy needed a note. His iPhone. He's holding his iPhone upside down. Here, the charging port, that's the downside. Hello? Hello? It's the wrong side, dude. The speaker's at the bottom. Oh, my gosh. You know how you know it's upside down? The numbers read backwards, right? Look, when you're telling the time, the numbers are backwards. That's kind of a hint. He probably didn't even know that. It's 1051. He thought it was 15.01. He <laughs> <laughs> was the military time. It was 301.
0: It's 15 My o'clock gosh. somewhere.
1: Yeah. It's 15. It's <laughs> 15, <laughs> 15 o'clock somewhere. Very good. Very <laughs> Jimmy Buffett Now, showing you again how Joe Biden is dangerous because he is an empty vessel and liberals know it. They are piling stuff in the vessel because he doesn't have the cognitive capabilities to fight back or take a stand and say, I'm a, whatever, I'm a moderate. He's not a moderate. He isn't, he's, he's lost. Here is radical far left Congresswoman Jayapal. Congresswoman Jayapal who remember I'm losing my temper with bill. Barr. oh my gosh, you're losing your temper. We're all so terrified. Listen, if anyone knows about losing tempers, it's me. And not really too frightened about Rep. Jaya am losing my temper. Remember that one? Yeah, yeah same one. Well, here's her on a, in an interview saying out loud what we all know—that basically she pushed Joe Biden to the left on a bunch of stuff because he's again not capable of understanding what he believes because he doesn't even know he's running for president anymore. Check this out.
0: I will be pushing him. I will, you know, as soon as we get him in the White House and even before um, with these task forces that we had, we were able to significantly push Joe Biden to do things that he hadn't signed on to before. So he is movable. He is listening.
1: No, he's not listening. Whatever you say, he didn't even know he was calling Kamala Harris to tell her she was vice president. He's not listening. There may be audio waves penetrating his eardrum. And registering signals, but those signals are not coming back out or being recorded. He's not listening. He is an empty vessel. And Jaya Paul knows it. We pushed him. Of course you pushed him. Now, who's going to be the most influential person in his campaign from this point? Well, obviously, Kamala Harris. Does anybody dispute that? She's his running mate. She'll be on TV, Biden won't. Now, you may say if he's an empty vessel and Jayapal's pushing him, Congresswoman Jayapal. And Harris is going to be the most influential person. Is she a liberal? Well, not according to the New York Times, who tried to paint her as a moderate. Ladies and gentlemen, is she a liberal? She's the most liberal member of the United States Senate. Kamala Harris. You don't believe me? Newsweek. Newsweek. No bastion of far-right conservatism here. I mean, these guys do more fake news than anyone sometimes. Newsweek. Kamala Harris, more liberal than Bernie Sanders. Senate record analysis shows. (laughs) Bernie Sanders. Bernie Sanders a communist. Let's do a little chart here. So, hold on. Hmm? Hold on. Just for the, because sometimes, folks, you know, liberals watching need visuals. So let's do a little visual for the libs here, okay? okay? Here's a continuum of political ideology, right? So here is, I'll put C for the right, be conservative. Here will be C for communist, okay? So here, here's the conservative C. Here's the communist, C O M. Okay, here's Kamala Harris. (laughs) Do we need another page here? Here, let's do another page. Here, it'll go on to the next page. Here, here, here's Kamala Harris. Kamala, onto the other page. She's to the left of Bernie Sanders. Hmm. Now I'm like, where the hell are my notes?
0: There we go. There you go.
1: She's to the left of the communist. You had a communist running for president, Bernie Sanders. A communist. Would the guy get married in Moscow? Oh. Yeah. <laughs> the Soviet anthem playing in the background? She's to the left of him. This is the empty vessel. Joe Biden, you want Kamala Harris imprinting her ideas on? She's to the left of a communist. You may say, well, it can't get any worse with Kamala Harris. Oh, no, no, it does. This was a tweet by Kamala Harris. Remember when she wanted to bail out? The uh, rioters in Minnesota who burned down the city and destroyed them. This is an actual tweet at Kamala Harris. If you're able to chip in now to the Minnesota Freedom Fund to help post bail for those protesting on the ground in Minnesota. Um, Kamala, no one was arrested for protesting, so they didn't need the Freedom Fund. They were arrested for burning down businesses, many of them black owned. That was Kamala Harris. She wanted to bail them all out to burn down your city again. That's her tweet, folks. It's it's her tweet. You can, you can check it out on her account. It hasn't been deleted. Let me just leave this segment at this because I, I do have other stories to get to, including the Bill Clinton thing with, how is this not a bigger story with Epstein and the and the the uh, the jet? How, how is this not a bigger story? But I'm going to leave this here because this is an important point, a takeaway I want you to, because you'll be hearing about Kamala Harris for a week and we got to get to other stuff. I like to do the show a little differently. Joe, on a serious note, isn't it grossly offensive, demeaning? And doesn't it infantilize black voters by insisting somehow that now that you've selected a black woman mm-hmm. who is of Jamaican and Indian descent, that because of the color of her skin, that all of a sudden black voters are going to fall right in line. Black voters like robots. Mm-hmm. Kind of offensive, no? Yeah, kind of. Yeah. I'm just, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm going to yes. say, I mean, when I have like who would, I mean, Joe has, what, what are you, Scottish and all that? I, I asked mm, Joe once an English. German, and, Scottish. I mean, I can assure you, knowing mm-hmm. Joe, Joe has never voted for a candidate ever in his life. Because of the color of their skin or whether they came from certain portions of the United Kingdom, Europe, uh, Scotland, Northern, Southern Scandinavia or anything else. You vote on people because you vote on people who believe you believe in principled ideas you share. But of course, the Democrats who, you know, practice the soft, sometimes hard bigotry of low expectations, they think sometimes they have the black vote locked in because we picked a woman of color. Well, black voters don't think like that. Black voters are individuals who think like individuals who have their own motivations for voting, their kids, their jobs, you know, like people, like they are, like they should be treated, not like a bunch of robots. Showing you how much trouble they are in with the black community. Look at this, by the way, please save this one. cnsnews.com. This will be at the show notes again. Bongino.com slash newsletter will email you this stuff. Save this one. Rasmussen, Trump approval rating at 36% amongst black uh, voters. Andrew Davenport, CNS News. Ladies and gentlemen, if President Trump, is he going to get 36% of the black vote? I would be stunned. Stunned. I mean, seriously floored. It would be a political sea change like you've never seen in your life. If President Trump even doubles what he got last time and gets between 15 and 20 percent of the black vote, which would be historic, the Democrats will be finished. They have no You understand they have no chance of winning this election? Mm-hmm. None. Ze- zero, as in the absence of value. No chance at all. You get that, right? There are large pockets of black voters in major metropolitan areas and throughout the country. If even 15 to 20 percent, which would double the 8 percent he got last time, President Trump in 2016, voted for President Trump, that's roughly half of what his approval rating is, it's over. You understand they have no chance of winning this election. So apparently, we'll see if that approval rating changes now with the vice presidential selection of Kamala Harris. I sincerely doubt it will, because unlike Joe Biden and Kamala Harris, President Trump doesn't treat black voters like robots. All right, uh, let me move on. Let me get to my third sponsor today, our friends at GenuCell. Favorite product of my (laughs) mother-in-law. Me before I go on the air. Ladies and gentlemen, the GenuCell summer blowout sale heats up and for a limited time, get $40 off and an instant coupon is applied automatically to your online or phone order at GenuCell. It's really that easy. Just go to GenuCell.com and enter my promo code DAN40. That's DAN40 at checkout. Plus, Order the Cell jawline treatment and classic Cell for bags and puffiness and Chamonix will double your supply of both products for free. Here's what Beverly said from Alabama. OMG, I love this product. I saw a difference the second time I used it and I recommend it to everyone if they have a problem with their jawline. My daughter even told me I look younger than last week. Big favorite product that my mother-in-law loves it. She thinks it's great. Now it's your turn to look years and even decades younger just like Beverly. Results guaranteed or get 100% of your money back. It's really that simple. Order GenuCell now and Chamonix will double your order free for a limited time. And for results in minutes, the GenuCell immediate effects is also yours free. Get double your order plus a free luxury surprise gift. Here's what you need to do. Go to GenuCell.com, G-E-N-U-C-E-L.com and enter my special promo code DAN40, that's Dan40, at checkout to unlock your discount. Again, that's genucel.com, G-E-N-U, uh, G-E-N-U-C-E-L.com, G-E-N-U-C-E-L.com, enter Dan40, 40, Dan40, 40, check, check them out. So how is this story, by the way, with Bill Clinton and Jeffrey Epstein, how is this story not all over and plastered on the front page of every single newspaper all over the world? Folks, a photo is resurfaced again in the New York Post, check this out, of Bill Clinton Waving, thinking I guess he's the president again, getting aboard Air Force One or something. But he's not getting on Air Force One. He's getting on Jeffrey Epstein's. Oh, sorry. Sorry, he's not waving there. He's actually next to uh, Ghislaine Maxwell, who was uh, Jeffrey Epstein's uh, right-hand woman, shall we say? New York Post. There we go. Photo right there. Photos show Bill Clinton and Ghislaine Maxwell on Epstein's Lolita Express jet. Folks, this is a deeply disturbing story. We're, we're we're talking about kids. Kids. Young women. Kids. Who were abused by this guy, Epstein. I told you that I had a source. When he wants to talk, he'll talk. Who has already told me that some suspicious things happened, he believes, between Bill Clinton and some younger people on that jet, on a jet. And yet this story seems to escape mainstream media scrutiny. How is that? How is it that every time a huge story that will decimate the credibility of someone who happens to be a Democrat surfaces, it gets buried? We have Senator Ron Johnson, who's been exposing every day the malfeasance of Hunter Biden in Ukraine. Senator Johnson from Wisconsin, he's a Republican. Do you know they're going after Senator Johnson? They have no interest whatsoever in actually discussing the stuff he's bringing out, the tapes of Joe Biden. The tapes that have been, we played, remember the tapes we played, Joe? of of, uh, Joe Biden, when he was vice president, talking to the Ukrainian president Poroshenko on tape engaged in at, at a minimum misfeasance and maximum severe malfeasance. Story goes away. No one wants to hear anything about it. Major League A-plus corruption. Now you have a story of Bill Clinton on a jet where it's suspected kids were abused. Sitting there at the entrance with uh, Epstein's right-hand woman, Ghislaine Maxwell, in a photo we can all see, and nothing. Silence. Mainstream media couldn't care any less. Not interested one tiny bit in this story. I'm waiting for the source, folks. When he's ready, he'll be ready. But I would love nothing more than to have him tell us. story. I can black him out, change his voice. Joe can do whatever. Joe can voice over it if we need to. Mm -hmm. But when he tells the story, it's going to really piss you off even more than you are now. Pardon my language. All right. Story just disturbs me. I mean, these are kids. These are kids we're talking about that were abused. And again, because it's Bill Clinton, he's like the witness protection program for the media. All right, moving on. Tyranny Watch, Tyranny Watch. Ladies and gentlemen, again, the feedback I've gotten from Melbourne, keep your eyes on what's happening in Melbourne, Australia, where there is a new police state in charge. There are people being arrested for daring to walk outside of their house without masks on. There are photos of people bruised, being roughed up by police officers for the sin, the sin, dreaded air quotes, of not having a mask on in open air. You're only allowed out of your house for an hour a day to exercise Melbourne, Australia. Keep your eyes on it, ladies and gentlemen, because if Australia wants to claim to be a democratic country, they're going to lose their claim to that if they continue going down the Soviet Union path. Ironically, I said in a show the other day that Melbourne, Australia, where uh, forgive me, I should have, but due to the, you know, under the, the excuse of the coronavirus. Not the excuse that coronavirus is fake. It's very real and very deadly for people. But that's not an excuse to throw people in jail and flush their civil liberties down a toilet bowl. If Melbourne's going to go down the path of the Soviet Union and I'm going to stay on top of it, the feedback has been incredible because people, remember, I'll give you this line because it's been told to me a long time ago. We're all the leaders we've been waiting for. Don't wait for me or anyone else. I'm glad I got a platform to highlight it. But Melbourne, Australia, I'm with you. And the story's catching fire. Look at this article the Daily Mail yesterday. Madness in Melbourne. Tyranny without limits. Daily Mail is a huge newspaper. American TV host. Who was that? Launches a scathing attack on police state Victoria and claims people in the Soviet Union had more freedom. Oh, that was me. Fox News host and political commentator Dan Bongino. Yes. Melbourne. Organize today. Get people together. Use any platform you can, social media, email lists, get people together today. I don't know what you have to do. To I don't have an exact answer. If I did, I'd give it to you, but I certainly have solutions. Some form of safe civil disobedience, some form of organizing to get Dan Andrew and other of those people out and get them away from public office where they can hurt people. And letting people know through GoFundMes, if they get arrested, that you will help them out. We're with you. Having said that, quick programming note before my next story about the tyranny watch. The tyranny in Melbourne is is an absolute disgrace. They'll be playing the Soviet national anthem in the street. Don't worry, Paul, I won't sing. it. She's I, I saw she even turned <laughs> her head. She thought I was going to sing. I <laughs> won't. I promise you, She hates it. They'll be playing the Soviet anthem in the street suit. They're waving the hammer and sickle. We're with you. But again before I get to my next story on Tyranny because I I got my eyes on everything here. I'm trying to help as many people as I can. We will have a very very special show. Joe knows, Paula knows. I can't for for serious credible. I'm not trying to tease it. Like listen tomorrow and I I for obvious reasons I'm not giving out too many details yet. But we have a show, a special that'll be launching on Saturday. It's not going to affect our programming during the week. It's going to be a regular Monday through Friday show. But we will have a special show launching on Saturday. It'll be on this channel, like, you know, Apple Podcasts, YouTube. You don't have to do anything different. Please watch it. I need you to watch it. Because, again, talk is cheap. I'm a doer. I'm a doer. I do stuff. I do. Didn't like the people who ran for office. I ran myself. Didn't like the Drudge Report. Started the Bongino Report. Didn't like Twitter. Got involved with Parler didn't like the conservative talk out there started my own show I like to do stuff part two of the tyranny alert you hear about the guys in Attila's gym up in Belmar New Jersey Joe huh these guys dared to actually open their business and use safe sanitation methods in the middle of the coronavirus thing in New Jersey run by tyrant tyrannical Governor Murphy who again oh. is probably going to have the Soviet national anthem played every day on the streets. Of New Jersey, they Governor do that? Phil Murphy, yeah. one of the worst governors in the country. You remember yeah. these guys? So these guys own a gym. They own a Tillis Gym in uh, Belmar, New Jersey. Near, it's right near Philly. It's on the other side there, pretty close to Philadelphia, closer to Philly than it, it's not far from Joe in Maryland, ironically. So the guys in Belmar, Ian Smith and Frank, who own the gym. Dared to open their gym and say, "We will not be subjected to your tyranny. We are going to do safely what we know how to do, which is operate a business in a pandemic that's not going away anytime soon." Crazy idea that is. I know. Yep. They have have, no, have they have had no transmission of this virus in their gym that they know of at all. But of course, tyrannical, grotesque governor of New Jersey, Phil Murphy, uh, the wannabe Soviet like Dan Andrew in Melbourne, they should get together. They should have like a coffee clutch. They can have crumpets and tea together. Maybe they can exchange old stories with Bernie Sanders about weddings in the Soviet Union and how that all went. You know, all the factory. Maybe they can talk about the Lada, that Soviet Union car that when you drove off the parking lot, usually went on fire. Remember that? Joe's actually been to Russia, unlike most people like (laughs) me, who've been there too. And you'd be astonished even today how much poverty there is in Russia as a remnant of the Soviet-style stuff that Dan Andrew in Melbourne and Governor Phil Murphy of New Jersey want to bring here. So what happened? Now the communists in Belmar on their council revoked Attila's business license. This happened today because they dared to safely open up in the uh, middle of the coronavirus, which isn't going away anytime too soon. You know, things like feeding your family and stuff. God forbid you open up a business. Now, if if Attila's gym said, we're opening this up to Black Lives Matter to protest in our facility, it would have been A-OK. Yeah. They would have had their business license extended for free for 7,000 years into like the next 72 millennia. Folks, I'm asking you to do me a favor today. I don't ask this a lot, do I? I don't, right? Hmm. I've put up, I think, two GoFundMes, maybe three, the entire time I've been in business here. And the other two were for Secret Service agent friends of mine, their family who had died in the uh, uh, either line of duty or while they were performing their duties. I'm asking you to support a GoFundMe. It's legit. It's their GoFundMe. Here it is right here. It's for the guys at Attila's. It's the Attila's Belmar Court Relief. So to make sure you get to the right link, it is in my show notes today. Again, Bongino.com slash newsletter, or if you just go to Bongino.com and click on the podcast, the link will be in there to the GoFundMe. Again, I'm a doer. I'm not patting myself on the back. You'll see my name on air. I gave him 500. Today, I'm going to go sign up for a membership too, eventually. You like a membership. You live in Florida. It's a long commute, but I'll get there. Help them out. I'm asking you with humility and respect. I mean that. If you could help them out with a few bucks, if you have it, I'd really appreciate it. Folks, we can't lose this fight. We can't lose this fight for the people of Melbourne. We can't lose this fight for the people of the United States. We can't lose this fight for courageous business owners who are not going to be put out of business in the middle of, the, of, a tier, of, a, of a tyrannical regime in New Jersey, despite the fact that they've taken every precaution known to man in a pandemic that's not going away anytime soon. It's not going to magically disappear. We have to learn to feed our families in the midst of a undoubtedly deadly disease for some. We have to learn to adjust. We will not be subjected to tyrants. These guys have tremendous legal fees from the fight. They've been arrested. They've been thrown in jail. These guys have been summoned. They've been threatened. Phil Murphy is a tyrant. Help him fight back against Belmar. The citizens of Belmar are largely supportive of him, by the way. It's just the council members who are, you know, Soviets and stuff. All right, let me get to my last sponsor today. Please help out with that GoFundMe, and I've got a couple more stories for you today. It's a twofer, as you know, um, including the promotion of misinformation that's happening everywhere. Remember the hands up, don't shoot thing? Hands up, don't shoot. Remember that thing that never happened? That's back again, Joe. Hands up, don't shoot is back again, amazingly. All right, our final sponsor is Stamps.com. As we slowly adjust to a new normal, we need to be smart about how we do things now. Luckily, there's Stamps.com. Thousands of small business owners, including us, we'd be lost without Stamps.com, have discovered the benefits of Stamps.com in recent months. They've been able to keep their businesses running and avoid the crowds at the post office from their own computers. With Stamps.com, you can print postage on demand and avoid going to the post office. You'll also save money. You, you can't beat this. You save money, you save time, you save hassles. You'll get discounted rates you can't even get at the post office. Stamps.com also offers UPS services with discounts up to 62% and no residential surcharges. If you use UPS, you know what that is. You won't have them if you use Stamps.com with UPS. Stamps.com brings all the mailing and shipping services you need right to your computer in the comfort of your own home. Whether you're a small business sending invoices, an online seller shipping out products, or you're working from home and you need to mail stuff, stamps.com can handle it for you now easily. Simply use your computer to print official US postage 24 7 for any letter, any package, any class of mail, anywhere you want to send it. Once your mail is ready, just leave it in your mail, ca- leave it for the mail carrier, schedule a pickup or drop at the mailbox. It's really that simple. Like I said, with stamps.com, you get great discounts too. Five cents off every stamp and up to 62% off uh, US, uh, your postal service and UPS shipping rates. Can you believe that? That's big money. This is a no-brainer. Save time, save money, save headaches, save hassles. Right now, our listeners get a special offer. It includes a four-week trial, plus free postage and a digital scale without any long-term commitment. Just go to stamps.com, click on the microphone at the top of the homepage, and type in Dan, D-A-N. That's stamps.com. Click on that microphone at the top of the homepage and enter Dan, D-A-N, stamps.com. Invaluable, invaluable in this times. Okay. All right. So, um, you know, it's amazing how one, one of the reasons I do this show and I've enjoyed doing the show throughout the years is I, I wake up in the morning a lot and I look through for stories. And I look for things where liberals have managed to get people, liberals in the media and elsewhere and activists, have managed to get people to believe things that are patently untrue and defy the evidence. And when I say evidence, I don't mean hard to find information. I mean like if you did a simple Google search on what liberals were telling you, you'd find out that the opposite is in fact true. But showing you how powerful liberals are. You know, Fred Siegel talks about it in his book, Revolt Against the Masses, how liberals use this triumvirate of congressional committees, academia, and the media to get you to believe things that are factually incorrect and easily refuted. You see them creeping up, these fake narratives all the time. You don't believe me? Look at this article, The Daily Wire. Do you remember Michael Brown... The, the shooting in, in uh, uh uh Michael Brown with Officer Darren Wilson where the allegation from the left was that he had his hands up and said, don't shoot, and the mm-hmm. officer shot him anyway. Yeah. That was, that's that's false. That's false. Here we go again. Jason, the great Jason Whitlock, who's over at Out, uh, OutKick, which is a uh, pretty great sports site, slams Greg Popovich, the cl- he's the coach, the NBA coach of the San Antonio Spurs, for citing the hands-up, don't-shoot narrative. Whitlock said he's intentionally promoting racial animus. What did Popovich say? So Greg Popovich, who is either one of the dumbest human beings on the planet or incapable of reading, is a coach for the San Antonio Spurs. Uh, Those are your two. I'm not kidding. Those are your two. He's either really stupid and hasn't done his homework or he's a manipulative liar. So Popovich said and he was talking about Michael Brown, the, the shooting of Michael Brown. And he said, quote, you know, a young man with his hands in the air, running from the officer, running away and received six shots in the back that killed him. That's what happened to Michael Brown? Well, according to this moron, Greg Popovich, I mean, a complete level 10 imbecile. uh, Yeah, that's what happened. Michael Brown was running away from the officer and shot six times in the back. Does Popovich have an iPhone or an Android? Does he have a computer? Does he have a functioning brain or is he like, Joe Biden with the empty vessel. They're just pouring stuff in. Because I, that's a false narrative. Michael Brown, in fact, attacked the officer in his car, tried to take his weapon. There was a use of force incident in the car with the firearm. Brown then exited from the vehicle. Wilson, the officer, gets out of the vehicle and Brown charged him again without his hands up and then was shot again. After trying to take the guy's, uh, the officer's gun and kill him. A simple, again, Internet search of Michael Brown use of force incident. It was one of the first articles that creeped up from a St. Louis radio website here. Not hard to find St. Louis public radio. I'm sure not a bastion of uh, conservative values here. Why did the Justice Department, remember this is the Obama Justice Department they're talking about, important. Why did the Justice Department conclude that hands up, don't shoot was a myth? The answer is because it was a myth. Now, Greg Popovich, who's really very dumb, so you should consider San Antonio getting a new coach because this guy's either brain dead or a manipulative liar. There is no third option here. You get that, right? There's A or B, there's no C. From the St. Louis radio piece, Many of the witnesses denied incontrovertible evidence that Brown reached into the police car, struck Wilson in the face, that's the police officer, was wounded by a gunshot inside the car, fled 180 feet, suffered no wounds in the back, no wounds in the back, and then moved back at Wilson immediately before the fatal shots. In many instances, the discounted witnesses repeated what they had heard from neighbors or on the news. Some witnesses admitted they made up stories so they could be part of a big event in their community. In other words, Michael Brown did not have his hands up and was not saying, don't shoot. The witnesses who said that were discredited by the actual evidence. That's not what happened. The Obama Justice Department was forced to conclude that that it was a legitimate, albeit tragic, use of force incident. Nobody wants anyone to die, but it was a legitimate use of force. Officer Wilson had to save his life, his life. I've seen this before. And when I say this, I'm talking about why all of these witnesses in this case, not all, but a lot of them came out, Joe, and said, no, no, Michael Brown had his hands up and was running away saying, don't shoot. None of that actually happened, folks. There's no forensic evidence to indicate that happened at all. There are no shots in Michael Brown's back. Why would witnesses say that? You know, I spent a lot of time doing law enforcement, you know, that I've seen this before. And I just give you a quick personal story to show you what happens. People, for some reason, I don't know, to fill a hole in their lives, they don't have a lot going on. They want to feel like they're part of something they want. I don't know if they saw it in a movie that they're supposed to like panic and they want to feel like they're part of something special. I'm not sure, but I saw it during nine 11 where I was an agent at the time. And I remember running down the hallway of our field office, trying to get some equipment out of a car quickly. And people saying, there's a bomb at the white house. There's a bomb at the Capitol. There's a bomb at the Supreme. There's a plane flight. And I I had to like get back in the office because it was it was I'm not kidding. People were like running around with their hair on fire, and the stories were everywhere. No, the White House is under attack. I don't know where they were getting any of this from. Obviously, what happened was a, 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 a terrorist attack of apocalyptic proportions. But the stories they were telling that day were not, in fact, accurate. My father called me weeks later and. I had an uncle, God rest his soul. He lived in Dothan, Alabama, moved there from, from uh, Brooklyn. He's called Brooklyn Frank. And he was in a Sam's uh, a Sam's Club or a Walmart. No, he was in a Walmart. And he's walking down the aisle as 9-11's happening, as the planes are crashing into the World Trade Center. And someone came over the, the uh, loudspeaker. I think it was a Walmart, maybe a Sam's. I'm not sure. I should probably leave the name out. I'm not really sure which one. But someone came over the loudspeaker and said, there's an attack going on. And they bombed Sam's. And everybody was like running down the aisle in the Walmart or whatever. The store, the Sam's or the BJ's, whatever it was in Dothan. They bombed Sam's in Dothan, Alabama. What the guy who had said that over the loudspeaker heard was they had bombed Afghanistan, not Sam's. This happens a lot with witnesses. The phone game, people think they hear things they didn't hear, they pass it on, and eventually you get a story like Michael Brown had his hands up and was screaming, don't shoot, and the cop murdered him, which led to riots that got people hurt and entire places in Ferguson destroyed. Instead of just getting to the facts, they didn't bomb Sam's in Dothan, and Michael Brown's hands were not up and his back was not turned. But don't tell that to Kamala Harris, wondering how I was tying that in, right? Yeah. Because Kamala Harris, five years after we found out Michael Brown's hands weren't up and that he was not, in fact, murdered by being shot in the back, Kamala Harris, here she goes again. Or Kamala Harris's Twitter feed. Michael Brown's murder forever changed Ferguson and America. His tragic death sparked a desperately needed conversation and a nationwide movement. We must fight for stronger accountability and racial equity in our justice system. Yeah, that's all fake. That's all fake. She just made that up. Michael Brown was not murdered. But Kamala Harris doesn't care. Kamala Harris is a rank opportunist of the highest order. Who knows? She's not stupid. She's a lawyer. She knows Michael Brown wasn't murdered. She knows the Obama Justice Department themselves concluded Michael Brown wasn't murdered. She knows those witness accounts are, in fact, false. And she said it anyway, because that's what Kamala Harris does. She is a big taxer, big government health care. She will cancel your health care plan if she gets her way. She says, oh, no, don't worry. We'll only do it over 10 years. <laughs> okay, oh, thanks. She's to the left of Bernie Sanders, and she promotes conspiracy theories that are proven false, like Michael Brown was murdered. Gross. It's really terrible. Can we play the Trump ad one last time, Paul? I want to to end the show in a good way. Usually I don't do this, but I just want to play this one last time about Kamala Harris and Joe Biden, because this does. This ad, which is brilliant by the Trump team, we played at the beginning, we're going to play it again. We'll, We'll leave the show with this one. This is the Trump administration right now, the Trump campaign, excuse me, perfectly framing this disastrous ticket of empty vessel, Joe Biden. And complete fraud, phony, fake Kamala Harris. Remember, pay attention to this part. But Joe wasn't that smart. Check this out.
0: Kamala Harris ran for president by rushing to the radical left, embracing Bernie's plan for socialized medicine, calling for trillions in new taxes, attacking Joe Biden for racist policies. Voters rejected Harris. They smartly spotted a phony. But not Joe Biden. He's not that smart. Biden calls himself a transition candidate. He is handing over the reins to Kamala while they jointly embrace the radical left. Slow Joe and phony Kamala, perfect together, wrong for America. That's great.
1: That, that's great. That was just, there's, there's a number of really damning ads out there that they put together. This t- this ticket's gonna be a disaster, I think, for them. I really, I, I can't imagine a worse person to pick than Kamala Harris. Total, complete fake. All right, folks, thanks again for tuning in. I had a couple other things we'll get to tomorrow. Really appreciate your support of the show. We just have been doing bonkers numbers lately. Uh, You all have been really terrific. Thank you so much. Please subscribe to the show, youtube.com slash Bongino and on Apple Podcasts as well. It's all free. We need those subscribers. They really help us, especially when we transition at some point in the future to a more friendly platform. We're going to need that. And uh, again, look out for that show on Saturday. It's important. And please support the guys at Betatillas. Thanks, folks. See you on tomorrow.
0: You just heard Dan Bongino. Hi there. Sorry for the interruption, but
1: are you enjoying this show on Google Podcasts? You should know that the Google Podcasts app is
0: going away this spring. That's right. Going away. Gone as in no longer available. You can still enjoy this show elsewhere, though. Try out Spotify or Amazon Music or maybe TuneIn is more your style. Whatever app you switch to. Be sure to follow so you never miss the next episode. And thanks for listening wherever you listen.